Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And it was a strong end to the week for our markets, a strong day today. After the, the shakeout that we saw yesterday, which was not what you wanted to see, our markets looking like they were going to be heading higher before finishing lower after yesterday's announcement of a possible capital gains tax hike. And not just a possible increase, a possible doubling of capital gains tax there. And I'll get to that here more in a second. But after that shakeout, and we think that's what it was, it's exactly that, just a shakeout before our markets continue heading higher here. And there's so many reasons that I could get into, and a lot of them I will on this podcast. But we saw a little bit of a brief pause for our markets in the last week or so, more so in the internals, where we got, was it 11 out of 13 days where we had negative internals, uh, but our markets just remain right at or near all-time highs here. And that pullback allowed us to get out of the extreme overbought territory that we'd seen in our VRA momentum oscillators while remaining at those all-time high levels. I mean, we're, the S&P hit a, an intraday all-time high or right at it today, closing slightly below that mark, but we're right there as well for the NASDAQ and the Dow. Let's just see how, how far the, the Dow finished today away from an all-time high. 250 points or so, maybe a little bit more than that. I, that's a That could be a one-day move if we open up strong on Monday. The Russell 2000 does have a little bit of catch-up to play compared to the, our other three major indexes, but we believe it will, especially as we have seen here so far this earnings season, just absolutely continuing to crush uh, I think it was yesterday and maybe again today, we're not a single company missed earnings per share estimates, just incredible numbers of the S&P companies that reported. But what we've seen so far, 90% of companies that have reported on earnings for Q1 have exceeded earnings per share estimates, 90%. And of those 90%, growth was nearly double what Wall Street was expecting. Just stunning numbers here. Q1, we've talked about this a lot here on the podcast. Given what happened last year, the year-over-year numbers are going to be incredible. And we continue to think that Q2 is going to be even better. But odds are now that S&P earnings for Q1 are going to end up at a stunning 190. A lot of talk, and and we've said it here as well, that we see... um, Earnings exceeding $200 before the end of the year. Well, we just we got a huge chunk of it right here in Q1. We're up 38% year over year. So we're just getting going. Q2 numbers are going to be even better. Just think back to what happened last year during coronavirus insanity. It's really at the rate we're moving right now, and we're almost through April, the first month of Q2. At the rate we're going right now, it's, it's almost an impossibility for us not to get incredible numbers. I say almost there, so just to clarify. <laughs> but that's just going to add fuel to the fire for this bull market. And so we remain long and strong here. We see the wall of worry for our markets. Coronavirus fears trying to ramp it up again. I don't know if you've seen the headlines, but there's now 
vaccine uh, uh, excess supply. The people who've wanted the vaccine have gotten it. So, of course, they got to ramp up the fear again to try to get as many people in on that as possible. Got to get big pharma earnings in there as well. But talking about the capital gains tax, other uh, legislation, uh, regulation that could be passed. So you see the wall of worry building. We know our markets love to climb a wall of worry. And our market showed a lot of strength today. We finished higher across the board here. Small caps leading the way up 1.76% to 2,271 for the Russell 2000. We were followed there by tech. That's what you want to see. Tech up 1.44% to 14,016 for the NASDAQ that we were followed there by the S&P 500 up just over 1% to 4,180. And lastly here, the Dow up 0.67% to 343. So it's just a great day for our markets to close out the week this week, especially on that capital gains news uh, to put that behind us. But looking at our internals on the day today, this is what really got us excited about this market. Another sign here that the pause is behind us. Like I mentioned earlier, those 10 out of 12 or 11 out of 13 days with mixed to negative internals. It, even yesterday, though, with the market heading lower, the internals really weren't that bad. And then today, bounced back strong. But now we kind of get a little bit of a reasoning behind that. We can tell in hindsight a little bit easier of why we saw that weakness over the last few weeks. The way we see it, it's almost without question that Wall Street insiders, meaning DC lobbyists, politicians, knew that this capital gains proposal was coming, was about to be made public, and acted on that news. We know that politicians cannot be prosecuted for insider trading on that kind of news, which is absolutely outrageous. I really don't know why more people don't talk about that regularly and why we still allow these people to make laws blows my mind. But that is business as usual coming from D.C. You really can't expect anything more from them. But we found this really interesting as far as what is the reality of this proposed tax increase. Goldman Sachs, last night, the vampire squid of Wall Street, put out a piece saying that instead of a 40% capital gains tax rate, which is actually a little bit higher than that, they believe it'll be negotiated down to about the 28% range. That sounds about right. Throw a big number out there, get to the negotiating table, and settle somewhere in the middle. And if that's the case, great. We'd prefer not to see it at all. But, of course, 28% sounds a lot better than 40%. And they also mentioned that at the earliest, it won't be implemented until after May. There is still some fear that it could be retroactive, meaning it will apply to all of 2021, not just May onward. But the more likely case is that it won't really happen until 2022. So we got some time here. And a lot of chatter coming out now as well from the GOP that they believe that will make the midterm races that much more in favor of the Republicans. So we'll see what happens. Not going to make this political here. But after that announcement yesterday, it was great, great to see our markets heading higher today. And 
the big news is, is markets that rise on bad news, like the capital gains tax hike, are among the most bullish markets you can see. It's a big tell. When you see a stock heading higher on bad news, that's some real strength. Now, when you get bad news and you see weakness, that is not good at all. But really, when you think about capital gains tax, Kip talked about this yesterday on the podcast. We showed the chart to our members this morning. What does it mean for our markets if we're going to see a capital gains tax increase? Well, based on history, it really isn't that significant. The market has had great returns in both low tax rate environments and high tax rate environments. So really, based off history, it's it's almost 50-50. Obviously, higher taxes is suboptimal, but it isn't necessarily bearish for the market. And that's what we need to focus on here. That's the key piece of data that it really is. It, it, It could not affect our markets at all. So great reason here that we remain bullish. And if you've been tuning in with us here, you know we've been extremely bullish on this market. We've been bullish since the coronavirus insanity to lows, been buying since just about a week or so, a few days before the lows of March 23rd last year during the election. We said even leading up to November 3rd, no matter who won, that the market wanted to head higher. We even said that if it was a contested election, that our market would head higher. We said it might be the biggest concern, but this market wants to keep heading higher. It's exactly what happened. So the internals today, though, absolutely confirmed that for us, making us even more bullish here. We added to positions today, small caps, biotechs, uh, and tech in general, just this week in, in our parabolic options program. So come join us. Check us out at VRAinsider.com. We want to help you crush the market here. That is our one and only priority for our members. But looking at the internals on the day, strong numbers across the board. Advances, beating out declines nicely, nearly three and a half to one positive on the day. New 52-week highs to lows, though, just continue to be impressive, coming in almost 11 to one positive on the day today. And then volume. We saw roughly 84% upside volume day to day. So that is a little shy of the 90% that that most technicians look for for a bull thrust there. But still, 84% upside volume, that is a strong number. So across the board here, exactly the numbers that you want to see from the internal. So a strong day to day all around. And then looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with nine out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day with a number of sectors hitting new all-time highs again here. And as we say often, and has been true, an old adage, new highs beget new highs. So that's exactly what we're seeing here. We were led today by the financials, followed by materials, which hit a new all-time high, or at least if these didn't hit a new all-time closing high, a new all-time intraday high, we're followed there by technology, consumer discretionary, or sorry, communication services, and then industrials, which is right there at an all-time high as well. And our laggards on the day were utilities and consumer staples. We did get a strong day, though, from real estate as well, hitting an all-time high. Housing up nicely today on some economic news that new home sales just absolutely demolished 
estimates. Uh, HGX up a nice 1.42%. That is a leading economic indicator for us here, showing just how strong the economy really is, uh, or at least getting back to here. Uh, so strong day from the sectors. If you can't tell, the theme here of the day is strength. And especially after the day like we saw yesterday where we finished week, got the negative internals from the last couple of weeks, this was good to see here. And then finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now lower on the day, down just over three-tenths of 1% to 1,776 an ounce. Maybe that's a good number right there, 1776, hell of a year. <laughs> uh, silver lower today as well, down just a little over half a percent to $26.04 an ounce. Copper now higher on the day, up one and a half percent to $4.33 a pound. And oil up as well, up 1.16% to $62.14 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin was hit hard overnight last night, breaking below 50000 but it has recovered today significantly, still down 3.56%, but back above 50000 at $51,025 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can check us out at VRAinsider.com. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, if you want to check out our 14-day free trial uh we're offering that for a limited time here as well. So come join us. We'd love to have you with us. Uh, again, that website is VRAinsider.com, and you can find the podcast link there at the top of that page. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday for the close.